This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, choreographer, dance practitioner and educator Michael Parmenter has been the Caroline Plummer Fellow in Dance, Community Dance, uh, and we spoke with um, him a little bit earlier in the year about the projects that were underway. Well, it all comes to a culmination this weekend with a special celebration. We thought we'd take another opportunity to catch up with Michael Parmenter. Maureen, good to have you with us, Michael. Marina, Jeff, it's uh, great to speak to you again. Tell us, uh, how has the period of the fellowship gone for you? Um, it's been extraordinary and um, surprising in some ways because I, I sort of had the impression that I was coming with something to offer. I, I, I started teaching Balpo classes here in Dunedin. But but the uh, overwhelming thing I'm going away from is is just how much I've learned from people here um, so um, it, it's, it's not been so much me uh, bringing something, although I have done that, and, but, but it's, I've just sort of connected with so many different people from the dance community, the social dance community, whether it's social or swing and blues and Irish dance and all sorts of things. Um, so I've been, uh, it's going to take me six mu- another six months back in Auckland just to process all the, all the stuff I've learned and uh, experienced here in Dunedin. Well, fantastic to know that it's very much a two-way experience uh, or multiple directions by the sound of it. Um, for those, though, who uh, who didn't catch up on the Belfolk dance classes that you got underway, just remind us you know, what, what that form is and what you've been doing with that locally. Okay, well, Belfolk is a um, predominantly European dance um, Revival of traditional dances. It began in the 70s uh, in, in Europe, and but just the last few decades, it's really spread throughout um, Europe and America and England, and as you can see, the Antipodes. Um, and it's a different way of dancing old dances, so not as a sort of historical preservation and period costume and that sort of thing. Um, I mean, I did a little um, photo shoot. Um, for the ODT yesterday, and the phone call at the beginning, and the guy said, "Oh, well, you'll be wearing costume," and 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 that's the antithesis of what Bell folks are about. It's about people turning up in their regular clothes, their regular shoes, um, and these dance forms are quite simple, but they have a lot of room for individual variations and uh, improvisation. So it's uh, originally it was a very sort of democratizing version of social dance, um, but it's a movement of experiencing dance, not performing it. It's about uh, getting together with people and live music, these bands with traditional instruments and everything. I mean, I've been to some festivals in France where there's like 2,000 people on the dance floor. It's like this um, sort of electronic rave, except it's, it's traditional fiddles and accordions and hurdy-gurdies and all sorts of uh, traditional instruments. Um, and people know all these dancers um, and just have this amazing experience of dancing together. So it's, it's an experiential and an improvisational thing rather than a performative uh, approach to traditional dance. Such an interesting time for you to be doing this when, um, I guess, particularly in recent weeks, um, people have felt that a little bit more comfortable about getting back together in a physical space, um, because um, some of your training, some of your education around this has necessarily had to take place online uh, in Auckland and so forth, but but uh, you've had it been through a real transition in terms of people's ability to be able to get together and do this. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in some ways, the timing of the fellowship couldn't have been better um, because I experienced the um, sort of tail end of the sort of uh, quarantine period. You know, we couldn't have uh, people in the in the, the studio for the first month that I was here. And then we went through this middle period of people wearing masks in um, in the, the classes in the in the because we've been having monthly uh, mini bars at Toyota as well. Um, and now now just as we are about to come into the the the, the bars and the festival, which mark the end of the period, uh, people are feeling much more free, and it feels almost like back to normal. And um, it's like for me. Dancing together is the very necessary therapy we've got to go through to uh, recover from the period of social isolation that we've been through. I mean, both dance and COVID um, share the thing that they thrive on intimacy. Huh. And one of, them we, one of them we want to thrive and the other one we don't want to thrive. So they're very alike but they're the antithesis of each other. So now that we've sort of hopefully passed through the major uh, period of, of COVID, the very thing now we've got to do is replace it with dancing. Well, there's a huge opportunity to do that this weekend. You, you are really going out with um, a, a bang, so to speak, in terms of the work that you've been doing through this fellowship because there's a huge weekend line up for us. Tell us about it. Well, I... Uh, when I first came and sort of marked out my six-month period, I sort of checked out the dates uh, at the end of the period and discovered that 23rd of September was the spring equinox and my fellowship finishes at the end of the month. Um, so I decided that this would be the date to have a, a, a folk ball, a social event in which people who've been coming to classes can get together and um, explore dancing together with people who maybe haven't been at the classes. Um, and as I mentioned, we've been having a monthly mini bar with live music at the foyer, the Josephine foyer at Toitu uh, Otago Sellers Museum. And of course, that's the end of the month as well. So that was going to be two events in the same weekend. And it just sort of imposed itself upon me, I guess, that I needed to create a little bit of a festival there. So I've invited some uh, teachers uh, from different dance styles outside of Balfolk. So we've got uh, American contra dance and uh, blues dance, which is a sort of more under the umbrella of the swing community. Um, and myself and uh, another teacher who's going to take on the Balfolk classes here will be doing a workshop in uh, Polska, which is a Swedish partner dance with some lovely sort of walking turns and things in it. And... Um, then on top of that, we've added in on Saturday night a dance event at uh, Morning Magpie on Lower Stewart Street. So we're calling it Mazurkas at Maggie's in the evening. And we'll have live music there. And this will be a non-called event. So it won't be someone telling you what dances we're doing and that sort of thing. It'll, they'll just be playing waltzes and mazurkas and reels and scotishas and all those sorts of things. Um, and people can get up in the, um, the lovely sort of wooden floor space there and dance to the music, or they can sit and chat and drink and whatever. So it's a social event in which dancing is returned to its place, which is generally where people meet to have a drink and have a bite to eat sort of thing. I mean, a lot of the Irish dancing uh, that Michael Flatley sort of put into stadiums 
started out in pubs. You know, it was a social dance form that someone would have a, you know, a fiddle and, a, and a, some pipes or something, and people would jump up and make a make a racket in the, in the pub on the wooden floor. You have local um, musicians involved in, in throughout the weekend. We, we, we do. We've been working with a group of musicians um, for the the mini bars on Sunday, and most of them are what constitutes as the um, the uh, Dunedin Cayley Orchestra. Um, so there's um, some people from Dunedin, but also a, a harpist and um, oh, a couple of other musicians who come down from Christchurch for it. So it's an extraordinary band of musicians. I mean, I went to a Cayley in Omaru uh, about a month ago to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the North Otago Scottish, Scottish Association. And this band was playing there. And um, I just couldn't stop dancing. You know, even when you're in a part of the stairs and you're not doing anything, I was sort of jiving away there. Um, so it's a band that just gets people moving. So that's what we're using, uh, who are playing for us for the uh, Spring Equinox Folk Hall, which is at Burns Hall on Friday evening. And then a group of musicians from that band all playing at um, Mazurkas at Maggie's on Saturday night. And then again at the uh, Toy Two Mini Bar on Sunday afternoon. You mentioned the uh, Saturday's uh, a pretty full day uh, for uh, for you. You have two workshops and the evening social event. In terms of the workshops, um, what do people need to do? You need to sign up for those. Yes, you can. You can uh, turn up, but if but, but we are limited in numbers. So signing up at Humanity. Um, it would be a really good idea. Um, these are two-hour intensive, so sometimes you go to a workshop and you know it's an hour and you're just getting started and it feels like, oh, I want a bit more of that, especially if it's a one-off affair. Um, so these are two-hour sort of starter programs and all of the dance forms that we're offering in these workshops are forms that people can continue dancing here in Dunedin. So uh, the uh, American Contra Dance Group has just in the last few weeks started up again and uh, Swing Riot offer blues classes so you can get a two hour taster to see how this feels and then it's not the end of it you can carry on studying in other other places with these dance styles and the workshops are in the uh, in the beautiful place the, the sort of social room uh, upstairs at the old bus depot that's now attached to Toy uh, to Targa Settlers Museum uh, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, it's got a little wee stage and it's, it's just an old sort of art deco sort of dance hall. It's, it's awesome. So it's a lovely venue for the workshops. And the dancing continues at uh, Toy Tu Otago Settlers Museum on Sunday with the morning workshop and then the afternoon Josephine Mini Bale, which, um, uh, which I guess is uh, uh, extending on what you've already been doing there at Toy Tu. It'll be uh, a rather special celebration for you, I, I imagine, that, that last event on Sunday. Yeah, and and uh, especially uh, rewarding in that Toy Two have really loved having um, people coming into the venue. The the, the monthly mini bars have been really well supported, um, and so they've offered to uh, continue the, uh, offering the event throughout the rest of this year. They they're sponsoring the uh, musicians, but they're really keen for the uh, the dancing to continue there into the future as well. So. I'm really thrilled that the uh, through the period of the fellowship, uh, the the fellowship has given me a bit of visibility um, to make things happen. But those things are going to be carrying on uh, after I leave. So the the regular Balfour classes will be continuing, 
and the monthly mini-bars will be going as, as well. You couldn't have hoped for any more than that, really, could you, in terms of what you might have been expecting at the start of this fellowship, if you can leave the city with that still alive? Oh, absolutely. Well, there's more in, in many ways, because all I imagined I was going to do was start a regular class and offer a, a bar at the end of it. But as it's turned out, we've had a, um, a Sunday morning partner dance class, We've had a Friday evening practical class where people can just come along and rehearse, and then the Tuesday evening um, regular Balfo classes. We've had the uh, the mini bars once a month, and um, now we're doing this sort of festival. So, I mean, I've sort of um, uh, out achieved uh, beyond myself in a sense of the uh, what I was planning to do. Um, but as I mentioned at the beginning, I'm also going away with so many um, incredible encounters I've had here with different teachers and um, different dance styles. So, yeah, it's way beyond uh, my expectations of what was going to happen. And therein lies the value, I suppose, of the Caroline Plummer Fellowship in Community Dance, um, because it's there's been very different iterations of that each each year. Yeah, I'm I'm really thrilled that the uh, the panel, the people who supervise the uh, distribution of the, uh, the the fellows, um, have seen it uh, as an opportunity to explore all the ways in which community dance is manifest. Um, whether it's a, an artist cre- creating a uh, performance in environment sort of workshop, or all sorts of things. Um, there was another person uh, very early on in the Caroline Palmer Fellowship who wrote about dance hall history, dance hall romance, um, the way in which the country memorial dance halls, you know, that were around throughout the early part of the century were the meeting places for so many uh, rural folk in New Zealand. And I feel in some ways that I'm, I'm continuing on that initial... Um, I guess that was what gave me permission to think that social dance came under the umbrella of community dance as well. Michael Palmer, it's been a great pleasure to, to talk with you on these couple of occasions about um, your, your your time here. Um, for those who are interested in getting involved in the Spring Equinox Folk Ball, the workshops, any other aspect of the festival this weekend, where's the best place to go for information? Well, the best place is, is the um, uh, Humanitic site where you can book for the Baal and some of the events. Um, but if I, can, I just, can I just jump in and say... Um, even though we've been having regular Balfo classes, you don't have to have been coming to the classes to come to the ball. All the dances that I've selected for the ball for the ball on Friday night are very simple dances, and there will also be there's a free half hour introduction to a couple of the dances just to get you started, so you don't sort of feel as though you're missing out at the beginning. And then each dance is preceded by a description of what you do and how to get how to find yourself all around the dance floor. So absolute beginners can come along and, and have a ball, so to speak. <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds like wonderful fun. Um, thanks so much, Mark, for joining us here on ORFM and all the best for a fantastic weekend of celebration of dance. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's, it's a pleasure being here. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.